welcome to or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. JJ Brownlee, Jamie Faulkner coming back at you again with our weekly review of the week in wrestling. I feel like Austin Powers there, you know, like weekly review of the week in re- whatever. Uh, we yeah, have- yeah <laughs> I've, I've been off. I've been all sorts this week. My work schedule has been weird because I've actually been physically in office. So I'm just like, I don't know mm-hmm. what to do with myself anymore. Words, they're hard. But thank you. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Uh, if you are checking us out on YouTube, drop a comment down below if you want to join the conversation. Demolish the like button while you're down there. It, it deserves it trust me it's been a bad boy okay very bad uh, very bad boy uh, if you want to get in touch with us if you're listening you can always holler at us on twitter at total spot fest and of course check out our website totalspotfest.com you visit the merch table and get your hashtag heel shit shirt in support of the main eventing howlets coming up this tomorrow as a matter of fact yeah so tomorrow tomorrow we'll be in there in time for christmas sorry we missed that window but thank you for watching thank you for listening like i said here jamie how you been this week man it's been a weird week it's been a very weird week uh very busy looking forward to uh some local wrestling mm-hmm. that's what i'm looking forward to yeah. just oh, and, and is 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 megan the former oh crap I just had a we never settled it. We never settled our impact belt. <laughs> we never did. We'll just keep it. It's fine. Um, we'll, so. we'll we'll settle it <laughs> next week. So, a scheduling note, guys. Um, we're not changing dates or anything. We're not we're not messing like that. But next next Thursday, definitely check it out. If you listen to us, it's worth a venture on YouTube. I'm going to say because it's going to be our Christmas special. So uh, we're going to we'll we'll settle the Impact pay per view toy belt next week. We'll uh, you know go over everything else that's happening as well. But we'll settle that. It's going to be nice. There's going to be there's there's going to be Christmas things going on next week. So. Be forewarned. Check us out. Yes. Oh, yeah. It, it has been an awkward week, you know, I will say. And there's been... It, it's, it's interesting because, you know, there's some goings-on as it revolves wrestlers leaving and joining and re-signing and all sorts of movement stuff on that front. Uh, Japan got back in the action, right, this, this past week. I think they wrapped up both the tag and the Super Juniors, right? Uh, just super juniors. Just super juniors. The tag's still going. Okay, cool. James gonna yeah. talk about that later. Um, Impact's getting ready. I mean, all these promotions are getting ready for their for their January spectacle. But AEW's kicking off a run here of some big ass shows to end the year. So, Ooh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one was was a big one. I mean, it's winter is coming too, if you will, um, which will go mm-hmm. into their holiday bash right after that. So, yeah. Lots of lots of big wrestling events going on now to set up January because January is going to be nuts though. January's going to be nuts. I know that GCW's been uh, revealing people who are going to be at their next show is uh, January fifteenth in Chicago. I don't know if that's their next show. I think they might actually have a show at the beginning of January too, but that's their next big one they're booking currently. Of course, in preparation for the end of January, the Hammerstein Ballroom show, which I'm 
definitely buying and watching that on Fight TV. I that's going to be so good. Uh, not saying that any other GCW shows aren't. I love that. I love GCW. But uh, Jonathan yeah. Gresham recently was announced for their Chicago show, and smiling Kylie Ray was recently announced for their Chicago show. Yay, she's back. She she's been back for a hot minute. She's actually been very open since she came back on Twitter here recently, uh, with her struggles, which I applaud her for that because Yeah. Um, Me too. As of yesterday, Wednesday, the day of this recording, uh, I did see her kind of, you know, chime on, you know, tweet out um, things. I follow like 8,000 wrestlers, right? So (laughs) I saw her like tweet out, you know, 61 days, 61 days sober. So she's, uh, you know, kudos to her. And, you know, it's, it's not always strippers and burritos when it comes to mental health and other things uh, unfortunately this past week we want to start off with the some, we're going to start off with, some, with a down note but this fortunately this past week there was another loss in the wrestling family uh former tna and uh, other promotion star but mostly known from time in tna teaming up with lance hoyt uh jimmy rave did pass away and I don't know if you have any stories in front of you there, any notes, but it was, I know that he recently, not too long ago, he had his uh, arm amputated for something or another. And then he got staph infection in both his legs recently and had both his legs amputated. And, you know, he's struggling. There's GoFundMe. There's lots of support by the community out there. And then we found out this week he passed away. I don't know. I don't know what the scenario. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't know how or what happened, but we, we just know, know if it was passed. if it was if it was a a consequence of of you know because that's a that's a I mean that's a big big ass surgery, right? You know, we don't yeah. know if it was that infection, if it was something else, as in you know you know suicide or we'd have no idea. But it does suck because he was such a talented guy. You, do, do you remember watching a lot of Jimmy Rave back in the day? Um, vaguely, um, I do remember him and Hoyt together in TNA mm-hmm. for the hot minute. Um, but I, I vaguely remember him. Um, I do just glimpses. I had to YouTube him to to remember because that's it was like, oh, I, I've heard the name, right. and then I saw a match. Oh, I've seen that guy. Yeah. And if you've seen him lately, he looks nothing like he used to. You know, he is, uh, you know, in his past years. And, you know, with all the medical stuff he had going on, he packed on a good amount of weight and he looked quite different. Because he was, he was a, they were an entertaining tag team. It was the rock, uh, something rock and roll related. I think it was like the version. Rock and Rave. It was Rock and Rave. Rock and Rave Connections. It was Christy Hemme as the manager. Now I remember. Yeah. But he was the, he was the smaller flippy spinny guy in that group. So. Yeah. The Rock and Rave Infection. Infection. Not connection. Because you would think it'd be connection, but no. But anyway. Yeah. Rest in peace, Jimmy. Uh, thoughts and prayers go out with you. Once again, um, I don't know if this is related. We don't know what happened. But, you know, especially this time of year, we know it's stressful. We know things going on. You know, you know, it's okay if you need help. You know, don't be afraid. Reach out. Reach out to us. Shit. You can tweet us. You can tweet Jamie and me. We'll, we'll be your rock. We don't give a shit. You know? Yeah. You know, we're all a community together. So, all right. That's, that's the down news. Let's talk about some good news. Because yeah. tomorrow, 
you and I, along with your second-born and the man who her gentleman suit her. Oh like no, no, they bro- they they broke up. What? <laughs> yeah, turns out he's a douchebag. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. want to get into it too much because the I dad mode won't come out. We're, we're but not, yeah, I'm happy not. for. Her. I'm happy for. Her. Well, kudos, Megan. You know, fuck that guy. So yeah. is she still coming? Yeah. Uh, maybe. She's a strong maybe right now. All right, well, me and Jamie are definitely going to be there for sure, of course. So um, I really, I really want to haze the guy, but he, since he's a douchebag, fuck him. Um, yeah. We will be front yeah. and center. We will see you guys at Journey Pro. Die Hard 2 is also a Christmas movie. Um, as of the time of recording, there are still tickets available. Uh, there's less than 90 tickets available as of right now, I do assume that, because uh, this is the same thing that happened last time. There was a chunk, and then the day before, a good chunk sold. But I have a feeling, just because it is, you know, holidays and whatnot, there's probably going to be some tickets available at the door. But, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't, if you're on the fence, go to it. The card we talked about last week uh, was fully announced. We actually missed one of the matches, and one of the matches slightly changed. So, um, yeah. I'm just going to run through the card real fast, okay? So, we've got uh, a Christmas scramble, which is actually a six person scramble, not a seven person scramble. Donnie Pepper Crippet. Well, hey, Bobo. Ooh, sorry, Donnie. I love you, Donnie. Donnie Pepper Cricket. Campbell Myers, S.K. Bishop, the premier, you know, in in individualized action here. Mighty Micah, Darian Bingston, and Yellow Dog. Bangston. 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 Well, they well they can't spell his name right on the promotion on the cards. I, I might as well not pronounce it right too. So, mm. <laughs> sorry, Terry. I love you. All right, so six person scramble, and to compliment that, they've actually got uh, Dallas Cade, who was originally booked in the scramble. He's actually going one on one with Buns of Steel, Jay Fowler. So. I remember when they announced the card, I think it was thought that Fowler had a previous engagement. That must have fallen through. I don't know. But, yeah, or um, he changed it to be a part of this. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this card is, is wild. So so you get the six-person scramble. You've got uh, Dallas Cade versus Buns of Steel. You've got J.J. Uh, Garrett versus Everett Connors finally happening. Yes. Uh, you've got Quinn McKay making her in-ring and Journey Pro in total debut versus the purveyor of butt stuff, one of our personal favorites, Heidi Howitzer. Yes, that match is good. I, I think that match could quite possibly steal the show. It will. I know Quinn was on uh, Ring of Honor had their fa- farewell show. or I can't remember what they labeled it, but it was something like that, right, this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had teamed up with Roxy, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Uh, looked, looked very good in that. So uh, her, her wrestling ability has come full, a long way. I know that she had flirted a while back with just being a kind of like, uh, you know, announcer personality, you know, sort of interview an announcer you know she had flirted with that but i'm glad she stuck with it because we're gonna we're getting matches like this because of it so <laughs> i'm all for it um Absolutely. Along, 
along with that, Gwen's going to be there and her better, her, her, well, I guess I was going to say I her better call him half. a better half, but yeah. I would call him a, an equal half because they're pretty amazing. I was just going to, uh, yeah, usually you say the other way around and the man is your better half. It's the woman. And anyway, I, I'm, I'm digging a hole here. I don't want to get into, but, um, Dak Draper is back and he's making his journey pro return against a returning frontman Jossie. And yes, as I predicted, I think this match is going to fuck. I so. confirm <laughs> I confirm the fuckness of, of which this match could be. So like like I said, Quinn can steal the show, but she's got stiff competition in this, mm -hmm. and there's there's one main event that well, here's this match be here. Tough to beat. This the match here, next match is the one I think you're thinking of here. Jeremy Wyatt versus JDX. Yeah, you you're thinking yep. of, or are you thinking of the main main event? I'll think of the main main event because main, I mean yeah, the main main event is definitely going to be the. But yeah. this match, uh, I mean, if you follow all us on Twitter, matches, you pr all these matches are so good. Sorry, if you follow if you follow us on Twitter, you probably saw <laughs> that I may or may not have tweeted out at Jeremy Wyatt because he was like the D and JDX stands for blah blah blah. He, does, he cut a promo. I'm like the D stands for do a lion tamer. And, Which, and he goes, this stands for dipshit, and no, I will never, ever do one. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting under your skin. It's, it's, it's a thing. And here's a great thing. You know, we talked about this before. For those of you who maybe had not been with us for a long while, don't know this, you know. I say tweet at us on Twitter, you know. It's, you know, at Total Spot Fest. Jamie definitely is the one who handles the Twitter account. So, ninety percent of the time, if it's tweeted out from Total Spotfest, it's coming from Jamie. So, I say that because I know that I'm getting lumped into this here by association. <laughs> totally guilt by association. So, Jeremy Wyatt does not only hate me; he hates you too. He pretty much, yeah. He'll I'll be wearing my Total Spotfest hat, and he'll be like, "Fuck you," you know, just because. Anyway, but, oh, God, I, I love JDX. Every time we see him, he just keeps getting a bit. I mean, he, he, this is a guy who is going to get a major contract in the near future. He is not he is not long off. I could see him. I think he'd be fantastic in New Japan, just saying. Yeah, or Noah, for Noah. sure. But, or, you know, I know he's – I think he's based out of uh, Atlanta. I think he's a New South guy. But yeah. You know, I also think that he's got the kind of look and the style, you know, I think that would go well with GCW's LA Fights promotion, right? Oh, yeah, for Cause sure. Because from, from what I've heard, the LA Fights offshoot of GCW's going to be kind of more along the pro wrestling gorilla style, you know, kind of get that feel. He just, oh, he just, that's the way I just feel with it. I think that he kind of, you know, you know, kind of like a, a more muscular, younger Scorpio Sky is what I get out of him. You know, I think Scorpio's got a different type of wrestling profile than him, but I, I love him. I think it's going to be it's going to be a great match to watch. So that's funny because I kind of lump him into the MVP if MVP could wrestle. I'm with you because he's he's got more of an MVP body for sure. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um. 
speaking of body this next match definitely features somebody who's going to be losing a body part namely uh the the unused male nipple uh gary J versus christian rose in slap fest 2021 <laughs> chop fest yeah. 2021 look out yeah this one like just thinking about it like i i want to just like put some band-aids on my nipples just just for safety <laughs> just, just watching just, it just for good measure just for good measure just, just for watching it you know um, so there's that, and then payoff from last month's surprise ending to the after the main event. We have Moonshine Mantel going up against Kenny Alfonso. Oh, this match is going to be hard. It's going to be so David versus good. Goliath two because that's what the last one was <laughs> with him going against Letterman. <laughs> KLD. Uh, yeah, KLD. But I still like all Letterman. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's too... This isn't as much as a David versus Goliath. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. There is a little bit of that, you know. I mean, unfortunately, Kenny's going to have that pretty much his... You know, most of his career, you know. He's mm-hmm. he's not a super tall guy. It is what it is. He's fantastic, yeah. though. I love this. Now, a match that we missed from the announcement last time is... Austin Reddick versus Arjun Singh. Mm-hmm. And I know Arjun's uh, all over the place in the Midwest lately. He's, he's going to be on DWF's next show. Uh, Austin Reddick we've seen before, but it's been a hot minute. It's been a it's very been long a minute. Very hot minute. Yeah. But um, this, could be a, this could be a sleeper match too, I think. Because maybe because you know the two of them aren't super well known to the current Journey Pro crowd, I, th- I think, I think this could sneak up on people. Yeah, no, I agree. And then the main event of the night, hashtag heel shit, Howlets, motherfucking Howlets, versus I, I still can't believe when I heard this announced. Jarrell Nelson, Royce Isaacs, the West Coast Wrecking Crew. This match, like, there are some matches that fuck, like we said earlier. This match is guaranteed to fuck and fuck hard, and it could like really, really hurt a lot. This, this match is gonna be it's gonna be a thing of beauty. So, JourneyProKC.com, still some tickets available. Friday, tomorrow night, Friday night. Uh, I think doors are at six thirty. First bells at seven ish. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. And Journey Pro is not going to be doing... They're going to take January off, right? So they won't have a January show. So get yourself out to Blip Coffee Roasters. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I believe Hartzell's big on providing eggnog. <laughs> there was a whole discussion about pro-nog or anti-nog. I am not a pro-nog person. I don't like drinking raw eggs with my alcohol. That's just me. Uh, but I don't mind it. It's not the best. I've never, I don't know. I just never liked it. It's like, it, it's got this snotty consistency. You let us know. Are you guys pro-nog? You know, tweet at us, tag us, send us a comment down below. Let us know. Are you pro-nog or anti-nog? I'm anti-nog. Jamie's indifferent. But anyway, it's going to be a great show. Um, I'm planning on going full ugly Christmas sweater, and I might do my lighted beard again. I might. Remember, I used to do that. Uh, I do. We'll see. But yeah, it's going to be good fun. So check us out there. Um, 
on that note too we recently decided to hop back in i know that we were gonna go to the first one and then timing fell through and we didn't have schedule worked out for the second one but we're going in january because there is especially because there is no journey pro show to dwf uh dynamic wrestling federation they don't have any more front row seats they don't have any more of the vip booths but there's still some ga available i don't know how many of that is uh, but you can go to dwftix.com. Main event of that one is your DWF champion, Jeremy Wyatt, defending against Dak Draper. So once again, Dak's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got Howitz versus the Premier rematch in there. You got Arjun Singh you know, is going to be over there. Moonshine Mantel. I mean, you've got, it's a pretty good looking card there as well. It's not even finalized yet. And that is January 22nd. So. Yeah, and and again, on uh, we missed on Reddick and and Singh, but Arjun Singh, if you are a fan of AEW, has been on Dark three times, mm-hmm. including this past Tuesday, and he was on there. He 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 got beat, but whatever. He's he's over. That's what happens. I mean, Dean Alexander's yeah. over. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but Dean's a part of the vlog crew now, basically, because he's on there. All the cool, time. Cool as Dean. Dean. Dean's got too big for us here over in Kansas City. I hope to see Dean again sometime. You know? I know. I know. I want to interview him again. Like, I want to actually spend the time to interview him. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll hit it up there. Uh, we did tease last time, too. Interviews coming. They're still coming. Uh, we got some people uh, in and around Journey Pro that we're trying to get lined up. It's just a matter of scheduling. So, Keep a look yeah. out there. We will let you guys know ahead of time. But we have some interviews with some talent. Uh, of course, we'll probably talk to the guys at Journey Pro, uh, you know, as well. Especially with next month, you know, having the month off, we can kind of everybody get caught up. So, yeah. All right, Journey Pro, good stuff. Uh, DWF, check that out too. We'll talk about DWF next month. Let's talk about uh, this past week, though. You you should have numbers in front of you, if I'm correct. I do. I do. I really do. On a fucking platter, just giving it to you. I know, I know, I know. What the hell's a riff off? Um, all right, if you have not watched Pitch Perfect, do yourself a favor, watch Pitch Perfect, then you'll get my reference and so much better. Uh, not saying it's my favorite movie, it's just the popular movie in my house. Anyway, so the numbers were interesting. So basically, if you were AEW, you had a good week. And if you were SmackDown, you had a good week. Everybody else, not so much. But they weren't terrible weeks for everybody else. I'll just preface that. I, I, I will agree with that. Uh, other than uh, the, the former flagship, the former three-hour <laughs> flagship, it went down to 1.6. Um, it's not its lowest viewership. It's barely above its uh, total viewership by, I think it was like 6,000 people. Ooh. So it was like barely, but... It was lowest ever, ever, ever in the key demo of 18 to 49. So, Man. Male. So, yeah. I mean, they got padded there. God, what are they going to. Hmm, just. Yeah. NXT <sighs> was down, and Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly, cool Kyle O'Reilly's uh, oh, last fair, NXT's. Potential, probable, probable farewell show, right? Yeah. But. I kind of feel like one of them's gonna resign. I am starting to get this vibe. You think it's gonna be Johnny? One, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like it's gonna be Johnny. If it's gonna be one of them, I think it'll be Johnny. I know that there's actually been news on that front. Um, surprisingly, yesterday I saw on Twitter that Sean Ross uh, from Fightful Select reported 
Kevin Owens re-signed with WWE in a long-term deal. Yeah. Um, Did that surprise you when you heard that? A little bit, but not really, because you know, you and I both know that WWE threw him gobs of money. It's hard. Gobs. I mean, I, 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 you know, we, we say sell this stuff as fans. If I was actually fully, if I was a talent of some sort, Right, you know, you look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing flippy spinny shit. Yes, I know, but just imagine with me that I have a talent of some sort, and they threw me the type of money that we can expect, suspect that Kevin Owens got. It would be damn hard for me to say no, because <laughs> that's, a, I mean, that's a lot of money. So mm-hmm. he's began to push lately, from what I've heard too. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, he's been on TV a lot more to make him happy for and, sure. And, and for what it's worth, we talked about this a lot with Ring of Honor and all the layoffs and everything. AEW can't sign everybody. Impact no. can't can't sign everybody else either, you know? Yeah. At some point, there's going to be up to some stars that are going to have to just re-sign with WWE or even move to WWE. I did read this story. I know I'm getting off topic here. We'll get back to numbers in a second. I did read this story though on Twitter that apparently there is a lot of chatter. Uh, so there's this uh, this podcast that apparently this guy said Andrew Zarian uh, so apparently both Fox and USA network executives have been pushing WWE hard to really get in on the running ahead of time to get MJF when his contract's up. Yeah. Like everybody wants MJF cause he is money. He absolutely is. He's got a fantastic future. I could see him go to WWE. I'm not going to lie. I could. Yeah. He would hate it though. I bet you money he would hate oh, it. I have no doubt. I have no doubt he would hate it. We'll see what happens. But anyway, sorry, don't want to take it off track. But um, I'm, I'm with you. I think that if if one of the two of those NXT stars, I, I could definitely see Johnny, especially with Candace still being on the roster in, in, in maternity because you know, she's going to get yeah. out of maternity and they're going to auto-extend her, right? So. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. We'll see. Um, so speaking, yeah, so they went down to 590 from 637. Um, Dynamite did go up marginally, but did go up. Uh, it went from 861 to 872. So, you know, a little bit over 11,000 folks. Not bad. Still like the number three cable show on TV that night, right. that night or yeah, number two. Their demo went up quite a bit from what I read, right? Yeah, they were the number one in the demo. Oh, well, good. That's That's good. That's good. Yeah, I think I think this week's going to go up quite a bit. I I do, yeah, I do because yeah, we got a lot to talk about when we get there. <laughs> we do. I have thoughts. Um, so Impact went down a little, but for them it seems monstrous because they don't have a big <laughs> TV deal. So they went down from ninety six to ninety, so six thousand people again. In the grand scheme of things, that's not big, but compared to others, that's it's a large chunk. It's, it's a good percentage if you're gonna break it down like that. Their demo was actually pretty good too, from what I read. Yeah. So. And then the new flagship, acknowledge your tribal chief. Uh, went up from 2.030 million to 2.142 million. 
So another strong okay. showing for them. Again, staying over two consistently on a Friday night. Pretty damn good. And speaking of also going up marginally, but still going up. Still going Rampage. Up. Rampage went up. And I, I, I can attribute it to one thing. They sent fucking Hook. <laughs> they finally sent Hook. Did you watch Rampage this past Friday? I did because I wanted to see Hook. You wanted to see Hook. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Hook, and Hook was the main event. So they opened it with FTR and Lucha Bros. And Which, my God. <laughs> I just have the word glorious written down here. That's it. It was for the tag titles. And I can watch this match a thousand These guys have. It was perfect. They fought, they fought each other about a dozen times in the past three months. But who cares? It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And this one was the same. Lucha Bros retained, of course, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then you had uh, the women with a six person tag Ruby Soho, a Ruby. Ty Conti and Anna Jay versus N- N- Nyla Rose, the Bunny, and Penelope Ford. So they've got a couple different things that are, that are going along here with this. So they got Ty Conti now sliding into a rivalry with Penelope Ford. It was it was talked about a little bit on we'll talk about it on Dynamite from last night. But they're starting putting her in that rivalry. She's been very popular, very hot, especially off of her excellent match against Britt Baker. So they're sliding her into yeah. that. They're also keeping teasers going for the TBS tournament because you have Nyla who started all this by sending the bunny and Penelope after Ruby. Hey Ruby. And so they're keeping that going on. Nyla, the bunny and Penelope, you know, they use they use them heel heel shit to get the victory, of course, and you know, move it along. So and you had Stig and Darby were doing an interview and interrupted by FTR. Was yeah, in interesting. Fantastic match a little bit ago, and just a complete pivot of like, okay, they're okay. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm pissed because I lost, so I'm just gonna pick on Sting and Darby now. <laughs> I know it felt very discombobulated, but then it's like, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, they, they bring it back around, which is fine. I mean, hey, sometimes you gotta force a new storyline. You gotta be like, all right, well, because I mean, I, I just said. You know, I could watch FTR and Lucha Bros every week, right? It's fantastic wrestling. They have fought each other about a dozen times in the past two months. So sometimes you got to force it. And then, of course, for the main event, like you said, they finally sent Hook. And it was a great match, too. I was thoroughly impressed with Hook. Hook and Fuego del Sol. Yes. Fuego sells like probably nobody does in the business. That boy sells. For his first match, yes. And my God, like I know we're supposed to be talking about numbers, but I just want to talk about how I am I'm fanboying out over Hook. Like not even you're, you're, other than his ring gear was absolutely garbage. Every other fourteen year old girl out there, okay, good to know. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I got enough in my house. <laughs> um, but the thing was with him, like he did all of his dad's old moves, and yes. for the untrained eye, nothing. Like oh yeah he's good he's good but then I saw I saw the 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 like Cobra Clutch style uh, suplex like he did like three or four of his dad's suplexes and then he won with a goddamn Taz mission um, and oh, sorry it's not the Taz mission it's uh, what they what they say its name is um, I didn't catch the name I totally didn't catch the name but they called it but it's got a new name now because it's for him the librarian will correct us down below because she knows all this stuff and we don't but oh my god like. 
and, and the thing is, man, he's more shredded than Julian Salad, man. Like he, he is. Well, here's 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 what I liked about it. Apparently, this is all him. All this stuff. Okay, the music was fantastic, and I don't remember the rapper it was, but it fit him perfectly, right? The music mm-hmm. was good. The look was good. You know, his kind of like is no nonsense because it is very much old Taz. Like we're talking, we're talking ECW Taz, right? Same sort of thing. Walk to the ring, no bullshitting around, get to business, get the pitfall, walk the fuck out, right? You know, no hurry either way, but definitely no logging around. The way he carried himself was great. He looked good. Fuego, of course, I'm giving a lot of credit to Fuego for that as well, but that's no disrespect to him. That's how you debut a young star. And I think that he's I, he's got star potential. I wasn't sure about this hook thing for the longest time. Like, oh, mm-hmm. just throwing Taz's son out there. What the fuck, right? You know? Yeah. No, he's got a look. He's got an attitude. He's got a following because girls love him, you know? <laughs> he's Apparently, he's dreamy, you know? He is a pretty boy. Like, let's just be real. But, he is a pretty boy. Sure, give him that. But he's got... But he, he's got good he's got good wrestling sense it's not just dna because he's because he's taz's son yeah i'm all for it kudos and 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 the taz mission is called red rom red rom Ah, red rom red which i i love it red that's great that's you of course you would love it Red uh, they actually, they actually, I apologize. That wasn't the main event. They, that should, I, I, I'm totally missed that. They had Adam Cole versus Wheeler Yuta. They're continuing that going on. So Adam Cole won. Um, oh, after, really? After, I'm surprised. After a hook, I didn't really care, you know, because it was just like, you know, start with the banger of a match. You got a pretty good six way tag. You're setting up different things for the women. You had hook. And then, you know, they tacked on a little Adam Cole, baby, at the end. Cool, right? Rampage is probably the best bang for your buck wrestling wise. I'm not gonna lie. I would tend to agree because they packed in four solid ass matches. Five, four, yeah. five, and, and they have a couple of little quick little Whatever, promo, vid- video promos usually, or like maybe a little little quick little interview thing, but nothing major. Um, yeah, they always seem to have like a crazy ass, not a crazy ass, but some sort of gimmick match. You know, I think this coming Friday, for example, they have a, a ten person tag match with Eddie Kingston involved, right? Eddie Kingston, uh, Proud Powerful, and the Lucha Brothers versus. You know, so it's like they always throw something weird in there. It's, I like Rampage. It's, it's it's for an hour. It's a bad time slot. I know. Yeah. But you can record it. You can watch it later for an hour's worth of wrestling. You get some good good shit. Yep. And and Ty Conti and Penelope Ford are going to be in a in a submission match. So Which I'm, I'm going to start hitting up Ty Conti for a line. Excited tamer. for that for sure. So. Um. Okay. So so numbers for the week, kind of a mixed bag, like you said there. Now there has been some other. Uh, stuff going on around here um another release in wwe not unexpected but kind of weird in how it all transpired it's jeff hardy jeff hardy is yeah finally no longer more um you know the story of what happened at the house show a couple weeks back yeah so i don't know if you guys if you guys are aware but he was teaming up with um drew drew McIntyre. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I could. 
I couldn't think of his last name, uh, Drew McIntyre. And at some point in the match, halfway through or whatever, he had to get like escorted by security up through the crowd and out or whatever. And it wasn't known if it was like, cause he's got, a, everybody knows he's got a long history of substance abuse, right? So we didn't know if he had a relapse or if he was medically not good. It, it was really weird. It was kind of like pushed under the rug and then, you know, all the stuff going on. Well, who, I, I, I heard a bunch of different things. WWE released him, but apparently before they did, they offered him rehab and this and that. He turned them down, and then I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. I do know that he's, this weekend, I think starting tonight, as a matter of fact, he's doing a plethora of shows, like four or five days in a row of shows in the upper Midwest, <laughs> like musical shows. He's, he is, and so he did a video on YouTube, on Matt Hardy's YouTube with his brother. He seemed in good spirits. His wife's been tweeting out that he's fine, that, you know, there's no issues. There's nothing to worry about. That there's not any sort of substance things. He could have just been over and just left because they showed him just laying there and then he just got up and just left that match. And I'm like, maybe he's just over. Maybe, just maybe he is just officially over WWE. Maybe. And so, you know, I don't blame him for trying some other stuff too. So if he wants to go on this music bit for a hot minute, get away from some wrestling, it'll do his body good. Because that, I don't think there's ever been a man, maybe Sabu, who has abused his own body more in their lifetime. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an accurate statement. Well, and Mick Foley. Well, Mick, of course, right? You know, but definitely. So anyway, who knows? Do you? Would you want to see Brother Nero ret- show up in AEW with a broken, the broken family at some point in time? Absolutely. Would I want to see, see it back. You want to see it? For good, or you just want to see it like, like, like as a kind of cameo for a hot minute? Hot minute, honestly. I'm, same way. I could take that for like maybe you know a couple months, right? Comes back in, yeah. does the brother Nero thing for an angle for a thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, set up for a tag team match with him and his brother one more time against FTR or somebody like that. Call it good. Yeah, yeah. So, best of wishes to Jeff Hardy. We shall see what happens. We talked about Kevin Owens, of course. He did resign with wwe um Mm -hmm. there's conflicting rumors people don't know what's going on so apparently uh kyle o'reilly and johnny organo were both offered contracts for wwe from what i from what i heard rumors once again rumors but kyle o'reilly's was for nxt to stay in nxt no idea about what they offered Johnny Gargano, but neither of them have signed anything, and there's no indication which way they're going to go. I think we have a very good guess on one of those two, but we shall see what happens with that. Um, Adam Shear, we talked about. Uh, he Did we talk about him last week with EC3? I don't think we did. No, no, we did not. So he showed up at, so this past week was, I mentioned it earlier, was Ring of Honor's Final Bow. I don't remember the name of the show. I should really have Final it in front. Final Fight. Final Fight. Um, so it's basically the end of their current iteration, if you would. So they're moving to this like super indie, you know, going forward where they're going to not have contracted workers and, you know, be like that. 
um lots of stuff happened on that show there was tons of people who like like you know cm punk and young bucks and you know uh adam cole and a whole bunch of people you know like you know were tweeting out and made video packages for them and stuff and there's a bunch of good stuff that happened on the show jonathan gresham became the uh, ring of honor world champion which was awesome and uh i already mentioned quinn mckay had a good match tag match with roxy uh, lots of fanfare lots of good stuff like that one of the interesting things they had there is after the match ec3 had i can't remember who all he was up against um but he starts talking about how you know you know they some of the of the fact that they jacked up because they don't have a titan and here comes adam Shear, the titan he's gonna go no longer the monster among men that's gonna be his new shtick right so they had a match that became a charity match for uh you know for those wisconsin people uh not too long ago and it seems like they've got this odd but awesome kind of partnership tag team thing going forward with wherever they end up I don't know. Uh, did you see? Did you see the clip of, from it when he showed up and just demolished like six people in the ring? Yeah, he he does what he does. He does what he does. Right. It is. It is. It is. It is. Braun. It is Adam Shear. But what are your thoughts? <sighs> I mean, you know, EC3 and Adam Shear as as a thing. Do you care? You don't care. I give. What? No. Zero fucks. <laughs> Not even a point fuck. Um, no, no, not even a sliding <laughs> scale. Nothing. He's got nothing. Like, I'm not a big fan of him. I'm sorry. Like, what? he's a WWE giant, and they let go of their 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 cash cow for sure. I don't see. Here's the thing: is I really like the kind of like you, you know the character that EC3's morphed himself into, right? And I like that. I like Great. I like Adam Shear, Braun Strowman. I like him as part of a faction because I think that's the that's the to me the best use when you have a hulking giant. You can't have him be everything. He can't be face. Can't be you know. You got to have just like in uh, old school TNA with the Monster Abyss. You know, you had you know Father James Mitchell as his mouthpiece, right? Because it's not just him. He's just the big guy give him something else so I, I i'm interested to see what happens i don't know if it'll show up i think this would be cool to show up at gcw uh you know pwg you know maybe maybe mld uh, who knows right you know yeah wa i could see it in there any I, my, my thing is my thing is he just can't talk don't <laughs> let him speak then right. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Right. There you go. There you go. There's its chance for one fuck okay. right there. Right. If well, he doesn't speak. Because I'll because if I hear get these damn hands one more time, I'm gonna snap. Pretty sure that's trademarked, so hopefully not. But <laughs> get these paws. He'll say something dumb like that. Grab them mittens. Like I'm gonna crush you like a titan. <laughs> like Jesus. Well, we'll keep an eye out. We'll see what happens with that. Um, and then you had—I got a couple of impact notes I want to talk about. But you had uh, updates from across the pond over in Japan. I do. Um, so they did finally do their Super Juniors, uh, and 
it was great. I I gotta say, like from what uh, the highlights I watched, because I did not buy it, um, but the highlights I watched were pretty damn good. And the winner of it was Harumi Takahashi, which oh, okay. confirms his place in uh, the title match that he's scheduled for Wrestle Kingdom uh, 16. So he, um, you know, while he he did good. Um, show did get involved in the match whatever it's fine because uh, show show hit um yo his his former tag team partner with the pile driver so there's a little controversy if you know right, uh, right. takahashi deserves it but this does set up uh takahashi um for um against El Desperado for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. God, I can't talk That's a right lot now. of words. <laughs> yeah, so Takahashi will see uh, El Desperado. So that's a big thing. The, the tag team one's going on this month. Uh, she set mm-hmm. up for Wrestle Kingdom, of course. Right. But the bigger news, at least in my opinion... Is Katsuyori Shibata. You might not have heard the first name, but you might have, like, everybody just called him Shibata. He he hasn't wrestled in four years. And and that is because he, yeah, in 2017, he collapsed uh, backstage and was rushed to the hospital after a match, and they found out he had a subdermal hematoma. Um, and he was a former never uh, never weight open champion, uh, never open weight. Sorry, and he is going to be coming back officially, officially. All right, um, at Wrestle Kingdom or part of the, he's, the tag. They announced it. Uh, previously confirmed, he'd be making a special announcement. Um, yeah, say that he'll be wrestling January fourth, twenty twenty two. Uh, he would have a match at Wrestle Kingdom uh, sixteen. Oh. And cool. he recently he recently did a five minute UWF rules exhibi- exhibition. I have no clue what the hell that is. It was a five minute match, so you know it's short and sweet against Zack Saber Jr. Um, and then afterwards he he talked to everybody and said he's gonna have a proper match. Uh, so yeah, so maybe he is against, coming maybe back against Zack Saber Jr. or Zack Saber Jr. slide for something else at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, they have not said who he's gonna wrestle okay. yet. But that's pretty damn big news. I mean, that guy damn near died in yeah. the ring four years ago and is finally able to come back and wrestle. So that's pretty damn cool. And he was no he's Okada, a really he good. Was, he was pretty popular. Yeah, he's he's good. Like he is solid as a rock. Good. Um, but yeah, so that's some of the bigger news out there. Okay. That's I, had... I mean little things but nothing well, major. I, mean, I mean they're back they're back in action that's the good the good news you know especially because yeah. wrestle kingdom's coming up in just a few weeks really you know when you when you really yeah we don't want to think about it but we're a week away from christmas and we're probably what two and like like three weeks maybe away from wrestle kingdom so three weeks from wrestle kingdom yeah gotta get, gotta get that cranking um seven but, nights of madness <laughs> something else that's coming up pretty soon in January is Impact's next pay-per-view, Hard to Kill. So, um, this past week on Impact, they basically just continued to uh, build up for uh, Hard to Kill, you know? So, 
already announced is going to be Mickey James defending her knockouts title against Diana Perrazzo. So they've been going along with that. They had uh, Chris Saban and Mickey James, you know, team up Matthew Renwalt and Diana Perrazzo, building up, building up, building up for that stuff, right? Uh, then they, you know, they did announce as well that Jonah, for sure, is going to be facing Josh Alexander. Confirmed, signed. At hard to kill, and God damn it, that's worth buying the pay per view in and of itself. <laughs> I would agree that match is going to be oh, not so. It's gonna be so good, so good, so good, so good, so good. All right, <clears throat> interesting little things happen kind of here and there. Uh, I don't know what they're setting up for, but Laredo Kid had got involved with Chris Bay and Hakaleo, so. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. Um, I would love to... I don't know if they'd do it, because, you know, if they'd pull a luchador in, but it'd be cool if they would kick it Laredo Kid in the Bullet Club. Just saying. Then you'd have a, a Bullet Club member in AAA. Yes. Yes. Yes, please. Yes. Yes, please. I don't know if they'll do it. I don't know if they'll do it, but I would love to do that. Uh, the end of the end of the night, they had a, a couple other things. So they had a street fight between Rhino and Eric Young. Eric Young won, you know, in the way that Eric Young does. Uh, and then you had the. It's very interesting, you know. So you had uh, the inspiration and the influence taking on all of Decay, and. An odd eight-person intergender tag match of sorts. Uh, You know, the big thing is that really, I think they're they're laying in deep the whole idea of Tennille Dashwood and the inspiration, you know, for them breaking up uh, the influence, right? Mm -hmm. Now, on Before the Impact... You'll like this. Decay, decay one, by the way. Uh, before the impact, they had Lady Frost, who has now officially signed with Impact Wrestling. We knew this, but now it's TV official. It's official, official. Lady Frost. Thank you, Jesus. She, she deserves it. Contra- she, she does deserve it. And it's a good spot for her, too. I really do think so. I think that's... I think Impact's women's division has been, over time, the most consistent, right? I totally agree. They have some of the best women wrestling in uh-huh. all of wrestling. Them and stardom, honestly. Well, st- stardom, st- yeah, stardom for sure, right? You know, and then Shimmer, I know Shimmer's Shimmer, right? You yeah. Know, but you get some of the, like, in the other American promotions, NXT for for a good good while had the best women's promotion but we're talking about what three four years worth of you know stuff you know this is well over like 15 years they've continued to go along here so kudos glad for that um you ended the show with w morrissey and matt cardona matt cardona got the win by dq and you know once again you know that match was announced as your main event so things for uh excuse me things were hard to kill to have it announced so we've got the women's take the women's title match you've got the 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 knockouts title match excuse me impact world championship moose morrissey cardona josh alexander versus jonah and this past week they scott demore announced the 
entrance into the first ever Women's Ultimate X match. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for that. You want to know who they are? You do. Yeah, of course I do. Chelsea Green. Yep. Tasha Steeles. Rosemary. Rachel Ellering. Jordan Grace. Yep. Lady Frost. I called Jordan Grace being in there. You did. I thought because she's the digital media champ, whatever the fuck that, you know, that extra championship is. I thought that they would not have her, but no, she's definitely there. Her and Rachel both in there. Rosemary's there. Tasha, Chelsea, Lady Frost. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm team frosted mini kicks. I definitely am. I am too, but man, like I, Chelsea, I can see Chelsea winning. Yeah, that for sure. I can see Chelsea winning it, but I she's mean, got fragile wrists. <laughs> you don't think she'd be able to climb across on the? On I mean, the, they, she's uh, got bionic wrist. Uh, just as she falls, I'm just worried if she falls, like that wrist is. Well, you know, gonna, there's gonna be some interesting falls. There's gonna be some interesting spots. They always do ridiculous, you know, multi multi person spots in this. You know, it's gonna involve Jordan Grace being at the bottom of some sort of tower of power. It's gonna be interesting stuff. Lady Frost is a great addition to this match too because of her oh, size yeah. and her. Her flippy spinny shit ability. So, more, yeah, more no. to come. But that's the card thus far for Hard to Kill. So, uh, real nice. fast, quick reminder: that is going to be January eighth. So that's coming up in very short order. That is really short order and hot off the presses, ladies and gentlemen. If you happen to go out to prowrestlingtees.com, they have Johnny Gargano merch. They do. I forgot. Yes. So he is officially not with WWE anymore. Yeah. I mean, that is official like a referee with a whistle. So (laughs) him and Colorado both officially free agents and he's got merch and that's, that's usually, and he's starting up his Twitch channel again. He had tweeted out that he's definitely starting up a Twitch channel. So Mm -hmm. he's definitely signed with WWE. <laughs> Hook's got a new shirt. Shibata's got a new shirt. The wrestler, because he used to be called the wrestler. Hook's got a non-black shirt. It's white. I like it. It's just a plain white shirt that says Hook. It's like, well, simple. I mean, I mean, just give you just a little bit. It's pretty basic, bitch, but still simple. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Impact New Japan stuff coming up here. They're they're prepping up for their big shows. Uh, AW is just doing big shows every week now, apparently. So I guess so. Let's so talk let's about let's that. let's get into the big show that was this week of uh, uh, Winter is Coming. They didn't call it Winter is Coming too. They just called it Winter is Coming. I thought. No, but I'm calling it too because it's the second one. <laughs> Don't take it away from no, me. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So I'm gonna run through the card real fast, and then we'll talk about these matches. Um, we'll talk about the match that had 999 moves, but didn't have one particular one. Um, <laughs> and that is Brian Danielson versus Adam Hangman Page. Um, I want to talk about this match. We're going to but... circle back. We're going we're to finish with this because this will just give them the result first because you'll understand why. In it ends sentence. in a 60 minute time limit draw the balls to open with this and do that on national TV for one kudos Tony but let's, uh, on winter is coming we'll, we'll come back to this for sure 
then right after that, you had Wardlow um, versus Matt Seidel with Sean Spears. Matt Seidel was just decimated, poor guy. Um, <laughs> after that, Serena Deeb and Hikari Rushida. And their third match. This match got your nipples rock hard, didn't it? Because it was a technical, what I said, it's a physically technical goodness aplenty. Um, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, first match. This is my (laughs) match of the night. This is my match of the night. Mine was the first match, but we'll talk about that momentarily. No, they were match. both good, but I really, really enjoyed it. This is one of those things you could you see that you want you want to see Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida every time that match is announced, right? Yeah. It's always good. It's always great. It's just fantastic. Then after this, you had the finals oh, for the Shida one. Yeah, Shida won. Sorry, Shida won. So she's got two out of three on the professor, the woman of a thousand holds. Clearly, Hikaru Shida knows a thousand and. Four holes. Um, some arm bars. Um, but after this, <laughs> after this, we 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 had the um, finals for the uh, diamond tournament or whatever they call it. Diamond ring. Dynamite diamond ring tournament. Whatever. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a so, new ring this year. It's an actual ring too. You know, done by. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's MJF versus Dante Martin. Another solid match. Um, the winner and your three-time defending Dynamite Diamond Champion is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. I, I wasn't really that into this match. I felt like it went fast. I enjoyed it. It was okay. You know, it had to go so, fast, though. Well, I mean... The first match took a fucking hour, man. <laughs> You're not wrong. And they gave the women plenty of time to do their thing. So, touche. Yes. Touche. Um, <clears throat> you know, overall, before we start going back to the other match, you know, there was... The women's match, I think, was the best of the rest. There was some interesting promos that I want to talk about. Yes. So, do you want to talk about the Malachi Black one? Oh, I absolutely do. There's two that I want to talk about. The first one, the, which was the one that got me just giddy as fuck, Malachi Black. So he's in some sort of hacienda, right? You know, he's got mm-hmm. at, at, at a credenza doing the tarot cards and everything, and it's being voiced over not by him. I don't know who it is, but it's somebody else doing the voiceover. Did you catch that? Yeah, I thought I it was Tim at first. I'm like, that's not him, I don't think. I, it sounded like a familiar voice, but I couldn't place it to save my life. I'm sure Heather Librarian is going to correct us and tell us who it is down below, but I had no Hope idea. Hope so. She's please, awesome. Please, so please tell us. If you know it, tell us. And if, if you don't know it, uh, Heather, you know, somebody else, just let us know. Because that could be a clue. There wasn't any big surprises tonight. Last year's winner is coming is when Sting debuted. So everybody assumed there was going to be big surprises, right? We'll talk about that. I'm going to put a pin in that. But this, so he's talking about, you know, how you get indoctrinated and all this stuff and the House of Black and these things. And so he he walks through, he goes to this guy's cloaked figure, picks up a, a 
Bible and he basically comes over to somebody on their knees with a, with a hood and he more or less baptizes him in the house of black right takes the Bible or whatever the book is you know puts it up there and then does a thing and then spits black mist on him and puts a necklace around him comes down to his ear and says now you're more than a king And if you don't know what that reference means, it's obvious that that's Brody King under that hood. Brody King's a longtime tag partner of uh, Malachi Black. He's a guy that makes Malachi Black look like he's lightly tattooed. Let's put it that way. Yeah, he's like ninety <laughs> percent tattooed. He's like from from yeah, he like literally just his head's not tattooed. Like everything else looks solid, but looks good. He's a bigger guy, and the, the two of them have been. Uh, they've done a lot of stuff out west. Well, Pro Wrestling Gorillas, they've done stuff together quite a bit, um, and, and some other promotions as well. But he was most recently a Ring of Honor talent that. Everybody's gotten released, and everybody assumed. And I like this. At first, I thought, "Is that Wyndham?" No, I no way Wyndham would be that guy. I know, but I thought that you know it would make sense if we're trying to get a big splash. I don't like it. I don't like you doing Wyndham in that fashion. But when as soon as he said, "You're more than a king," I was like, "Oh, Brody King! It's Brody King!" So, and see, when he said oh. that, the very first thing I thought. What'd you think? I thought it was Eddie Kingston. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that would be the ba- that'd be a great swerve. It would be. It would be. But Brody King makes is the most logical choice. That was like who I came to at first. I'm like, is he talking? No, he's not. He's like, oh, Brody King. Oh, yeah. There it is. Well, I think too because he's long he's long teased this whole thing about. The House of Black family members and all this stuff. We've had speculation about who could be this and that. You know, Buddy Matthews or whatever the heck he goes by now. Um, last week on Dynamite, they did the whole, or was it Dynamite or Rampage? I can't remember, but you know, is, is Dynamite with Julia? Yeah, Julia. He did this whole blackout. You know, and they did, they did an interview with Varsity Blondes tonight last night, and Julia wasn't there, and Griff Garrison's going to go defend his honor and wants to. Wants to knock, wants, wants to break, wants to wants to kick uh, uh, Malachi's jaw in half or something, whatever, right? So, you know, this is a good piece in that puzzle if that is indeed the direction which we all believe, because he's ever since he debuted, he said he's got plans for this House of Black idea, right? Yeah, I I, I like I like if it, if it is Brody King, that's a great first step. Good. And then they make a gothed out version of Julia, which I'm in on that a thousand percent. Goth, um, you know, yeah, you know, just, you know, uh, black mask clothing and just coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like Hot Topic used to be. Um, <laughs> well, I think more occult, you know, the whole. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, you know. <laughs> Whatever, which is which is you know, you know if if you follow his Twitter, um, uh, I don't know if it's it's not Black Mass, it's um um, Blackcraft Cult, uh, cult that you know they're they're very occultist you know L A boutique has become like super popular right. He has a line of clothes through them. So anyway, but yeah, her coming out and just like that sort of shit, you know I would love that, especially love that once again. I said this last week. I'll say it again. I think she's got very good talent. 
she's also playing herself on TV. <laughs> she's a, yeah. She's a two-time, you know, national, you know, cheerleading, whatever, you know. Give her some range. So yes, give me that. I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah. Um, no, I. I yeah, yeah, I want so, that. The other thing I want to talk to, and then you, you, then we can turn whatever you want, or we can go right into um, <clears throat> the title shot. But the other promo was the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and Bobby Fish. Yep, we, yep, yep, yep. Okay, weird Christmas music playing in the background the whole time, which I loved. <laughs> and Bobby and Adam Cole is just not even being subtle anymore at this, just dropping hints left and right. So it, anyway, it ends with first of all they they you know like they challenge to a, an eight eight man tag against you know, uh, the uh, um. Help me out here. The uh, the people, the the uh, best friends, uh, best friends, the best friends, and all that stuff. So Young Bucks, Bobby Cole, or Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole versus that. They're going along here, and he goes. And next week, he pulls up this package from the table. Next week, he's going to give them the greatest. He's going to give them the greatest Christmas gift they've ever received in their life. And then at that exact moment, him and Fifth both kind of look at each other and kind of smirk. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Dropping I was serious Kyle O'Reilly vibes there. So you know, Tony as Khan, long as it's not cool, Kyle. As long as it's not cool, Kyle, I'm good. Well, if he's with if it's Red Dragon and 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 Cole, it's it's not going to be cool, Kyle. You know, he can't he can't slide into a heel faction as cool, Kyle. So they're gonna have Red Dragon and the American Dragon. There's two dragons. I don't know if they'll stick with Red Dragon. I mean, that's what they did go by in Ring of Honor, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just go by the Undisputed. (laughs) No era. There's no era. We are just undisputed, undeniable. The undeniable. Uh, I'm sure they'll they'll get somewhere close to that. (laughs) We'll see. Um, Yeah, I mean, Tony Khan teased that. It's not necessarily, he said last year we had the big thing with something, but we got a lot of big shows coming up here. We got Winter's Coming, we got the Holiday Bash, we got our Christmas show, that Saturday show they're doing in Charlotte, whenever the fuck that, like January 6th or something, I don't know. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So... He's basically saying there's going to be several big surprises coming up left and right. So anyway, so that's that's what it is. Um, other than that, like I said, other than that, you know, the show is really the first the first hour and and changed. But did you want to talk about anything else before we get to that? I mean, my match tonight was Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. It was a technical, bloodthirsty like. It was great. Um, Kairi Shida showed up in new gear. Yeah, yeah I like uh, Kairi Shida's new gear and her hair. Have you seen her, um, like, her like face paint over the past yeah, year? Yeah, I loved it. Keeps expanding? Yeah, I love it. I wonder if there's a story, story, some storyline in that. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking that. I don't know, but like, this match had everything. It had passion, pace. It had oh, everything. So Those two together are just lightning. Um, it was just such a beautiful match. Uh, was it better than their second match, the the one where she got her fiftieth on? 
Maybe I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But it was up there. It was a hell of a match. Like it was. Whew. If it wasn't for the ending of the first one, the first one would have been my match of the night. First one was and the beginning of it. Okay. The beginning of it really annoyed me. Okay. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about it then. Okay. So this match, like I said, had nine hundred ninety-nine moves. <laughs> if there was, if there was a thousandth. It would have been a goddamn lion tamer, but of course there wasn't one. Yeah, you're not getting a lion tamer on TV, man. Sorry. I you know. know. But I a know. 60 minute draw. This match covered five or six commercial breaks. Yeah, it and, was long. And we'll talk about the draw part here in a second. But, I mean, for one, the crowd was into it, sold out, sold out or show in Dallas, and the crowd was into it. And I was into it. This match had just great action, great pacing to it. The way they did some of the breaks was fantastic. Like, you know, Danielson was taking him out to the ring post and banging his shoulder and busted open his head, right? So during one of the breaks, he's getting looked at by the doctor because he's bleeding and all. So, I mean, they did all these smart things to make a 60-minute match, right? Yeah, it wasn't it. nonstop. See... I like that, but the very, 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 very beginning, like the first 10 minutes were so slow they, for me. They, yeah, they, they, then, then it ramped it up to say, to say, to say the least they, yeah, that was the thing with me. Like, man, it's like, can I just get just a tad bit more? I get what you're trying to do. I understand. Basically <laughs> when I started seeing, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a long match. Long ass like match I knew it. Pace. I knew it was gonna go long and it's like, okay. But then it just kept going. I'm like, okay, any minute now, guys. <laughs> any minute. We've already had one commercial break, and like <laughs> Brian Danielson's using the damn ropes like 20 times. <laughs> like, okay, any second now, guys. And then when it got going, it was like, it was magic. Like, once it started going, I'm like, oh, this is what I want in this match. It's a pay per view quality match on TV. It was. It was except for the first so 10 minutes. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that, you know, and for the reasons you like, you said, you know, knowing it's going, them going in, knowing it's going to be an hour long match. Yes, you let's try and save some. I get it. Cool, right? Um, mm -hmm. Some other highlights of the match. I, I, there was two f bombs, one by each of them on national TV, which is always fun. It was the exact same. Well, fucking kick his head. Have we a fucking was, kick his head in? It was the exact same statement. I'm gonna fucking kick your head in, and then Hangman goes to him. I'm gonna fucking kick your head in. They do the same move on each other. It I was mean, great. There's gonna be a series of matches between these two, which is gonna be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know there's at least gonna be one more. We know that. Um, I'd like to also the continuity. Like, we've long talked and waxed poetic about the hangman arch, right? The long-term, mm -hmm. long-form storytelling. How about the aspect of that where the graphics department still gives him the, the, the personalized bottom third, you know? They, they did it for other people, too, as well in the past here and there. But he has always gotten it and always does. Tonight's was, quote... Still has a festering resentment of Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god. I love it. I love it. It's just a little, the little thing sometimes. Who man, just ever comes up with those? I know. It's great. But I, mean, I mean, how how long was the lawnmower bit on there? Like until he got his lawnmower. I think it was on there for like oh, it was like a months. month straight. Yeah, it was like a month straight. Like still just sporadic. Like still needs a lawnmower. Still looking for the right lawnmower. Uh, it's like yeah. oh my god, it was so good, so good stuff. But, I mean, anyway, finally like, got his lawnmower. But you know, I mean, besides all that though, you know, you had big spots all over the place. You know, Danielson at his best, right? And mm-hmm. Hangman looking so good. You know, he did he did this big massive what he's starting to do now, you know, jump from the top rope over the camera and the pole onto something and whiffed and or Danson moved and he bit it hard on the corner of the table and you know, both of them were just taking real big shots left and right. And it came down mm-hmm. the end and then they, you know, as soon as I didn't even really think about this, but as soon as the five-minute mark and Justin Roberts, who returned tonight, I know he had, a, he had some sort of family thing that was going on. Some, uh, no, I don't know what it was, but it's good to see him back. Uh, as soon as he announced five minutes remaining in the match, I go, oh, shit, this is going to be a draw. Mm-hmm. Totally and didn't even think about it because I didn't the, think about the it. End, the end of this pissed me off, too, because who else did he draw? Kenny Omega. I know that. I, I, I'm not surprised that you're pissed off by it. I don't. I don't like it. I don't hate it though. You you know who loves that? Vincent Kennedy fucking McMahon. That's his style of booking. <sighs> now, when, uh, here's the thing, you know, and when they did when they did this with Kenny, we we praised him, right? Mm-hmm. But I think because there's the match everybody wanted to see. It was, and it was the right thing to do. But now you're just doing it to. Per- it feels like you. You tell me if you feel different. But it feels like they're doing this to preserve Danielson's record. I think they're doing it not only for that, but to also elongate the story, make this go longer. Which I'm good with that. I am very good with that, but they could have done it a different way. I think so, too. I think that they were very close, because at the very end there, going back and forth, back and forth, trying to get a bell lock, trying to do this, and then, you know, you know, Heyman gets out and does the thing, back in the bell lock, and then and he does a hit, he does, he does, he does a move in a, in a dead eye, and he goes to the outside and does one of the best, give it up to Danison for selling it like this, but one of the best buck shots I've ever seen. <laughs> It was beautiful. Right before the bell rings at 60 minutes. Could have moved that 10 seconds later, had him just get the victory. I think it would have done the same thing. Yeah, or both of them. One of the things I thought of, too, like it's like, what could they have done in order to make everybody happy? And I really think, like, after the Buckshot Lariat, have um, Brian Danielson, like feign an injury like it hurt him and he throws up the x or whatever so they call a known contest because he got injured okay and then he and then after you know because he knew he was gonna lose he doesn't his record stays the same he's totally fine right after the bell pops right up he's fine you know like but makes it seem like he's really hurt just so it becomes a contest because of that but 
Okay. I mean, that was one of the things I thought of. Also, he could have lost, but like he had his foot on the rope, and the and the, and the ref didn't see it. To again prolong this uh, this story, you know, a little bit longer. I'm with you. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I thought this was one. This is probably one of the better match, one of the best matches I've seen on Dynamite this year. Like, mm-hmm. This match just it just kept going, and it's like what there's what there's more, there's more. And after that first little ten minutes, too, like to your point, it was just all go, and the filler they left for the breaks, which is so smart, so smart. Mm-hmm. Loved it. They're able. To, you're able to go through a commercial break with a long ass match and not lose anything. So, yeah, like no one turned the ties or anything. Like literally, like they're still in the same damn submission, or they've gone to a, another submission, but it's the same guy on top, and they're resting basically at that point. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see I it again. It. We're gonna see it again, obviously. We'll what see it at Revolution. You think it's gonna be a Revolution main event? I, I, I called that this thing was going to go that long. Like, ah, oh, no way. It's like, yeah, they're going to find a way. And I think they just found their way. Well, I think it's good, too, because whether you whether it's artificially built up or not, you've got, you've got the heat with the Dark Order thing, right? And this is what you want to see. You know, I think that it does good for Danielson and for, oh, oh, for Hangman. If you were to end this, clean whatever right where are you gonna send them both Danielson can fight anybody doesn't matter but who are you gonna line up against hangman and this is the draw this is the draw you get and this is the draw that you want because any critics out there that are like oh why is hangman your champion he can't pull big well if he's showing up against brian danielson somebody everybody knows and looking this good that's how he gets over with the critics so mm-hmm I'm good mm-hmm. with it. And then, uh, you know, and I think the next person he faces after that MJF. is or Punk. Whoever comes the, out of that, you think it's going to be the yeah. winner of that. Yeah, that's that's it, it, it makes a lot of sense. And then they set that up not for double or nothing. Oh, no, that is a long term play for all out. It's all out. Yeah. And then whoever he faces in, he should drop the belt. At all, I'm not a big, yeah. I'm not a big fan of these long title reigns either. I wish they'd have, I wish AEW would have more title changes, period. Yeah, you know, they like, I know, I know, I know you love her, but it's it's time for Britt to drop the belt. Oh, 100%. And it's Thunder Rosa to take it. Definitely gonna be Thunder Rosa, definitely gonna be Thunder Rosa, and she deserves it. And um, I think Sammy needs to drop his belt. I mean, I love Sammy. I love his vlog, but man, I well, there's so many other people. <laughs> well, here's the thing too, and I know you love him, hate him, whatever. You know the you know whether you choose to use Jamie's moniker or not. No way does just you, Jamie. But Cody, when he was TNT champion, he dropped it, turned it over, got it back, then dropped it again, and that made it interesting, right? You know, the whole Brody mm-hmm. Lee storyline was fantastic, and neither one of them held that belt for too long in between. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. But it, it was great, and everybody constantly says that Brody Lee was the best, you know, TNT champion of all time. He did, and his reign was shorter than Miro's, shorter than Cody's first reign. Um, mm-hmm. 
shorter than Darby's reign. You know, it, it it's not about holding a belt for a year and a half you know, for whatever the fuck, you know, it, you know, hey, hello, Roman Reigns. Well, yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, I would like to see every belt change hands soon. Like, I personally would love to see Code Lander take it and turn full on heel. Or, <laughs> or, Sammy wins somehow, some way, and then he loses it to Scorpio Sky, and then that gives the men of the year a little bit more clout, you know? And, and, and somebody like Scorpio Sky deserves that damn belt. That guy is... Freaking amazing. Him and Ethan Page. Like, I'm a big Ethan Page guy um, and have been for a long time, but my God, like, those two together. That's fair. (laughs) I didn't mean that in a bad way, people. She she thinks Mm -hmm. he's pretty, which, yeah. He is. He's He's a pretty guy. I'm not afraid to say that. He's the second best looking Canadian man. Ryan Reynolds, obviously. Okay, all right. Like, you are you are around way too much uh, estrogen, okay? I'm just not <laughs> afraid to say he's a pretty man. Well, uh, no, you're, you're, you're hey, cool. You're, you're and you're you're not you're totally entitled to your your Canadian uh, dreamboat um, preferences. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'll find Celine Dion attractive. Does that help? <laughs> I, don't I, more I, I, don't iffy. You, I don't give a shit who you fancy so <laughs> all right, that's where we're gonna go well um we're gonna pivot on that so let us know what you guys thought about dynamite i thought overall well first of all i even with the draw i still love that first match i still loved it. yeah i thought that was great match best matches in dynamite history Definitely one of the best ones from this past year. Um, and they gave the women a good... I mean, they sacrificed the main event timeline. Because you didn't really need to have it be... You know, They're setting up MJF and CM Punk. And next week there's going to be a six-man tag between Sting and Darby and Punk versus FTR and, and MJF. And it didn't matter, right? The Warlow match, literally, no, no match after that that... that beautiful hour-long classic is going to be man you didn't you had to put a squash match there fuck it right so they gave the women the time i thought it was a good episode i thought it was a real good episode i think you're going to see a good return on it too i think the number is going to go up pretty maybe not over a million but i think you'll get a nice bump next week i think so too and and the one that i'm concerned about honestly is next week's because that one's going to be a big one but it's the week of Christmas, so it's, we'll see how that goes. It's two days before Christmas Eve, so yeah. Well, we'll, we'll be see. Back. We'll be here on the twenty third. So check us out next Thursday. Yeah, uh, when you're, you're traveling, you're going home to your family. Check us out. We'll be here on Thursday to talk about some wrestling in preparation of Christmas. So our Christmas show, we got Christmas things planned. So nothing else. Come stop by for that. Uh, we will talk Absolutely. About, we will also give you guys an update. For those of you not in town here on Journey Pro, what happened at Die Hard 2 is also a Christmas movie. Uh, as we remember, we talked to Chris and uh, DJ before. There are plans in 2022 to... 
get Journey Pro out there and available for those not able to attend the live show more easily. So hopefully we'll get some updates on that this coming weekend. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have some interviews coming up here. No Journey Pro next month, DWF next month. But we'll be back next Thursday. We're going to talk about Journey Pro, talk about whatever happens at this uh, Christmas spectacular, and have our little Christmas shindig. So, um, Jamie, do you have anything else you want to go over and you want to talk about? Um, no, just uh, thank you. If you've made it this far, thank you. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe. It really means a lot. Do the pokey pokes. All right, guys. Well, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will check you guys out next Thursday. Jamie, take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down to spot fist, I got one word for you. Red Rob. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.